You're listening to the Hello Monday podcast with Coach Kelly, also known as the Spoiled Coach. This is a mompreneur's guide to growing a multi-six-figure business without stress and overwhelm. Hey everybody, what is up? Welcome back to the Hello Monday podcast. This is episode four. What we're talking about today is how to transition from a service-based business into a coaching business to do everything that's on your vision board. It happens in your mind before it happens in your real life. And that is the importance of even having tools like a vision board, right? So I actually changed my vision board. It used to be, uh, it's sitting over here. The one I made last year is sitting over here. My life changed quite a bit since then. What I wanted has changed quite a bit since then. So I went back and made another vision board inside of Canva. And that vision board is the background of my phone screen. And you know, I feel like this makes a big difference because I have since remaking this, which was probably about two weeks ago, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven distinct images on my vision board. I've done two of them. The third, there's a third one I'm very close to accomplishing. And there's a fourth one that I'm very close to accomplishing. Um, it's a trip that I want to take with my kids uh, and their dad. And I have, uh, I'm about to book it. So I've gotten half the things done on my vision board simply by moving it from a poster on the wall to the back background of my phone. I do look at that poster every single day. It is in my office. I'm in my office right now. Uh, but just think about how many times you look at your phone a day and that makes a huge difference, a huge difference. So it happens in your mind first before it happens in real life. So today I'm going to give you the three big mindset shifts that I had to take that really took me from service-based to into the coaching space. If you are a service-based business owner, you likely do understand systems. You likely understand how to build things, how to put things together. You know a little bit of marketing. You know pretty much about emails and text message services. You know about content creation. You understand the depth and importance of messaging. There's a lot of things that you learn as a service-based business owner that you don't necessarily uh learn in other fields, right? You're even if you're forced to learn them and that's not your specialty. Uh, so transitioning to the coaching space is not really for you. It's not too much of a strategic move. It's more of a mindset move. And it's probably something that you're doing because of the amount of hours that you're working. Because when you run a service-based business, listen, if you run an online service-based business, you will realize that the amount of money you make is only determined by the amount of time that you have. And that will greatly, greatly, greatly limit your income. And you will start to hit an income ceiling and you can't get past that, right? Unless you have more time, which we obviously know you can't create more of. If you run an in-person service-based business, it's the same situation, but it's a little bit harder even then because in an in-person service-based business, you're putting a lot of wear and tear on your body. So let's just say, for example, my spa professionals out there, it's a lot of wear and tear on your body. Um, lash artists, lots of wear and tear, photographers, 
lots of wear and tear on your body. Event planners, you're running around all the time. You're picking up heavy objects. You're moving things. You, you know, you're normally moving at a very fast pace. So when you're doing those in-person services, it's it's putting a lot on your body. You know what I'm talking about because you're probably like, yeah, my back hurts right now. Yeah, my neck hurts right now. That's where we feel it the most, our back and our neck. So in person, you have it a little bit worse because it's also uh, a strain on your body. So moving into the coaching space is a really great way for you to take all the things that you have learned from your real life experience and share that with other people who are just getting started in, in the space or share it with other people who have been in the space, but they're not as advanced as you are. They would love to learn from your shortcuts, your tips, your tricks, all those types of things that you know, because there's a lot of stuff that you only learn from experience. Like you can't learn everything in a book. And at this point, we all know that, right? So we're not as relying, we're not relying on books and college courses and things like that as much in a lot of the service-based industries. So we're looking more into coaching and learning from people who have the actual experience. Now there are some service professionals where you definitely need to learn from a book like lawyers, anything in the nursing field, you're going to learn a lot from knowledge wise from the book, but there's still a lot of things. I bet you, if you're listening to this right now and you're a lawyer or you're a nurse, or you had to go through some certification or licensing course because it's state required, um, or national, national or federally required, you had to go through that. Even then you'll still say, yeah, there's a lot of stuff I learned on the job that was not in that book. Like I learned a lot of shortcuts and, or my mentor taught me a lot of things that was not taught to me in school. So those are the things that we offer inside of coaching programs for people who know, Hey, I know that there's something that that's, that wasn't in this book. I don't know exactly what it is, but you look like you know what you're doing. So I'm going to hire you to be my coach because you are where I already want to be. So it does take some confidence to shift into the coaching space from service based because you have to realize you are an expert. There are people that are looking at you as an expert. They're probably already in your life. They've been asking you for help. They've been asking you for advice, but you weren't looking at yourself as a coach. If you guys go to my YouTube channel and you go back and look at my videos from 2017 and the beginning of 2018, all of 2017 and the beginning of 2018, there are multiple times in multiple of those videos where I'm saying, I'm not a coach. I'm just teaching you guys this because I know it. I do it every day. I do it for clients, but I'm not a coach. So if you need a coach, you can go hire somebody, but it's not me. I used to say that all of the time. The minute I stopped saying I'm not a coach is the minute I became a coach. And now I'm a coach who coaches coaches. So the evolution continues, right? I'm a coach who coaches coaches and I have a coach. I have more than one coach. So I am now a part of the coaching ecosystem, as I would call it. But it did take some mindset shifts. So I'm going to talk to you guys about those because I know, just like you know, that your current schedule is not something you can keep up for a long time. Your current schedule is not something that's going to allow you to make seven figures. A lot of times if you're service-based, 
in order to make seven figures, you have to have a staff. Like you have to start hiring people to get from six to seven figures, like to make that jump, even from six figures to multiple six figures, you have to start hiring staff. So if you are somebody who doesn't like to manage people, it's going to be a better option for you to transition into coaching. You still may have to hire some help, but it's going to be a lot less help than you would have to hire if you took your service-based business into the seven-figure space. Uh, or if you started going into the seven-figure space, you would really have to like have a team. You know what I'm saying? Like a team team. So mindset shift number one, I'm the only one who can do it for them. It won't be as good if they do it alone. If you are a service-based business and you are trying to transition into the coaching space, you probably think this, I am the only one who can do it for them. It won't be as good if they do it alone. That is actually a limiting belief, okay? You're probably like, really? You when usually when you see limiting beliefs, it's like, oh my god, I think I'm fat. That's a limiting belief. Oh my gosh, I'm never gonna have enough money. That's a limiting belief. Those are all very surface limiting beliefs. These that we're gonna talk about today are very, very deep. So you believing that you are the only person that can do it for somebody and that it won't be as good as if they do it alone is limiting you to only be a service provider meaning that you were always going to be doing the service and being inside of the business instead of working on the business, you're going to hit an income cap. You're going to hear me say that a million times during this episode. I love you guys, but um, God has a whole lot of money to decide for you. But if you allow your life to be controlled and constricted by these limiting beliefs, you will never have access to the abundance that's on the other side. So shift your mindset from, I'm the only one who can do it for them. It won't be as good as if they do it alone. You're shifting that into entrepreneurs are empowered by their ability to learn new things and use them to make money because that's reality. That first statement is a limiting belief. The reality is that entrepreneurs are actually empowered by their ability to learn new things and use them to make money. That's a part of what makes entrepreneurs unique from other people. Some people, they read information and they're like, ah, whatever. Some people, they read information and they complain. Y'all know people who watch the news and complain all day. Entrepreneurs, we're empowered by our ability to learn new things. And then we want to go and use them to make money. It's the mark of an entrepreneur. Somebody on the, is, is going to sit down and watch the news and complain. And there's another person who's going to sit down and watch the news. and They're going to say, oh, well, that's just how the world is. And they're going to go on about their day. We're going to sit down and watch the news. They're going to show us a story about something. And we're immediately going to think, wow, somebody could really be making some money off of that. And your brain's going to start to formulate an entire plan around that. Like, we're empowered by that. So you as a service-based business owner thinking um, it's not going to be as good if they do it alone. Is really your ego coming into play saying that they're not going to be able to do it as good as you are by themselves. Not now, but they will after you teach them. That's the whole point. You teach them how you do it. You coach them on what to do. And over time, they develop the skills just like you developed your skills. 
And that's what they pay you for, to help them develop their skills. So that's your first mindset shift. It's going to make you a lot of money if you get rid of these limiting beliefs. I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all, limiting belief number two, nobody wants to do the work. I can't stop offering services because nobody wants to do it for themselves. I can't be a coach because everybody wants me to do it for them. Y'all know who y'all are. This is an ego trip too. The ego is a weird thing. Um, I'm taking time this week to study the ego. It's a weird thing because none of us think that we have it. None of us think that we're egotistical. Nobody thinks, oh yeah, I'm selfish. I think about myself all day. I think I'm better than other people. Nobody thinks that we have an ego, but we do. And it plays, it's, it's very sneaky and it hides in little pockets of our lives. And we make decisions because we have an ego. We make certain decisions and believe certain things because we have an ego. And it stops us from experiencing larger growth and selflessness because there's growth and selflessness and there is growth and self-awareness. A lot of us cannot become the people that we're meant to be because we refuse to be self-aware. Running and hiding are the same thing. I have it written on my, that's where it came from. I have it written on my board. I wrote some things down on my board the other day and I said, these are things that I need to talk about, but I don't know what deeper message I'm supposed to be sharing. So I just jotted down the thoughts and that one just came into my head. Running and hiding are the same thing. So if you know that you lack self-awareness and instead of exploring ways that you can become more self-aware, if you just sweep it under the rug, you're running from what you are intentionally supposed to be doing. You're running from your purpose. Running and hiding are the same thing. If you know you're supposed to be consistent on social media every single day and you just say to yourself, oh, I just, I don't know how to be consistent. I can't be consistent. You're hiding from what's supposed to be happening. Hiding and running are the same thing. You're running away from customers. You're running away from money. You're running away from clients because you're hiding from the work you're supposed to be doing. So that second one, nobody wants to do the work besides the fact that it's not true. (laughs) Besides the fact that it's not true, because there are a lot of people who would definitely do the work if they had someone to teach them that they trusted and that they liked, they would definitely do the work. But besides that, right, shift your mind to begin thinking this. Somebody values the knowledge and the skill the same way that I do. Mm-hmm. Mm. Y'all, do y'all hear that? Somebody values the knowledge and skill the same way that I do. There are people who don't want to do the work. Those people are nobody's customers. That's nobody's ideal client. People who don't want to do the work. We don't get online, post on social media every day, show up, create an online presence, build a website, go to in-person networking events to attract people who don't want to do the work. Nobody does that. 
but realize that there's somebody out there who values the knowledge that you have the same way that you value it. They value the skills that you have the same way that you value it. And they are willing to learn that so that they can possess that skill. When people say, man, I wish I could do that like that. I wish I could do that like you. Man, I'm trying to get like you. That's what black people say, man. I'm trying to. That's how they say you successful. They see you at an event and they go, man, I'm trying to get like you. That's them saying, I value, I value, value. <laughs> I value the knowledge and skill that you have the same way that you do. Those are people that could be your potential coaching clients. You just don't have a coaching program because you haven't transitioned into the space because you're letting these limiting beliefs control your life. It's time to break loose, boo. So that's mindset shift number two. Number three, mindset shift and number three limiting belief. My service business will die if I teach everyone to do what I do. I really used to believe this. Actually, I used to believe all of these. But this one, I was like, if I teach everybody how to do this, nobody's going to pay me to do it anymore. And false. False. Flashing red flag. And, 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 and. No. Shift. The shift is this. There will always be someone who would rather have time than money. I am available to work with someone who appreciates it having appreciates not having to do it all alone. Okay. There will always be someone who would rather have time than money. I am available to work with someone who appreciates not having to do it all alone. There are a lot of people out there. That would rather have time than money. Most of the people with money would rather have time than money. Those are high ticket buyers. High ticket buyers are people that make enough money that they begin to value their time more than the actual money that they have. So they go and spend money on things that they think are going to help them save time. Because time is not something you can get back. Money is. And when I say high ticket buyers, I didn't notice I did not say high ticket buyers are people who make a lot of money. There are people who don't make a lot of money that are high ticket buyers. There's a whole lot of people living paycheck to paycheck that walk into Gucci and walk into Louis Vuitton and walk into Chanel and buy things. They're not high income earners. But in this situation, they are high ticket buyers. So it's not just, oh, high ticket buyers, people who make a lot of money. They got to make six figures. That's my ideal client. No. There's a lot more to it than that. If you leave it at that, you're missing a lot of money. And if you leave it at that, you're probably targeting the wrong people. But it's someone who would rather have time than money. So they're going to be willing to pay you to do that service for them so they can save their time and relax. 
Or maybe they want to use that time to go do something else, like work on their business. If you're B2B, service-based, they want to go work on their business. So they're going to pay you to do something that's in their business so that they can go thrive and expand their brand visibility and expand their vision greater. Okay? So there's always going to be somebody that would rather just pay you to do it. It's it's never going to run out. It feels like it. You get a little scared because you're like, everybody in my audience is going to hire me to be their coach. That's not going to happen. A lot of people don't have the discipline to, one, hire a coach, and two, do the work that the coach tells them and hold themselves accountable. A lot of people don't have that. Um, But it's also important for you to repeatedly say to yourself, I am available to work with someone who appreciates not having to do it all alone because that is the type of client you want to attract. Someone who comes to you and they pay you with graciousness. They pay you with graciousness because they appreciate not having to do it all alone. If you're listening to the podcast and you're not watching the video on YouTube and you're hearing all these awkward pauses, I'm making faces because it's a word. It's a word. They will pay you with graciousness because they appreciate not having to do it all alone. That's how I pay my nanny every week. Take the money. I'm so happy you came to work today. And she's thanking me and I'm thanking her. And she's thanking me and I'm going muchísimas gracias. I'm bilingual. She only speaks Spanish. She's Colombian. Gracias is thank you. Muchísimas gracias is like, thank you, 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 thank you. That's how I pay her every week. Okay. And you know what? I know how to clean. My mom taught me how to clean. I taught myself how to cook. My mom hates cooking because my grandfather was a chef. I'm a third generation entrepreneur. My mom hates cooking because my grandfather was a chef, so she didn't cook. But I taught, he passed away. I taught myself how to cook. She taught me how to clean and fold clothes and take care of babies. I don't care that I know how to do it. I'm still going to pay nanny to do it because I am valuing my time more than money. That's how I pay the daycare. That's how I pay the people at the car wash. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And you know what? Giving with that type of energy, giving with an energy of appreciation and an energy of gratitude ensures, one, that those people will always be there for me. I need them. They think they need me, but I need them. And two, it ensures that I am attracting people who are going to pay me in gratitude as well. I only want to work with people who appreciate me. Service-based side and coaching side. And I want to be in a two-way relationship, coaching relationship and service relationship where I appreciate 
their skill set that I don't have. Right? So it's a two-way street there. But that is that last mindset shift. Shifting from my service business will die if I teach everyone to do what I do. Shifting that into there will always be someone who would rather have more time than money. I am available to work with somebody who appreciates not having to do it all alone. When you look at these three mindset shifts and you meditate on them and you really open your mind to believe the latter than the former, you will be ready to go into the coaching space. And that is that mind, having your mind in that place is going to lay a better foundation for you to build out a coaching program and to successfully launch. Because I've seen a lot of people move into the coaching space from services. They don't have these mindset shifts, these three specifically, and they launch and they don't get sales and they wonder why. And it's because it hasn't happened in their mind first. It has to happen in your mind first. Okay. All right. That's all I have today for episode four. I will see y'all next time. Bye.